Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 17, Alpaca Meadows. I just jumped out of my chair for a second because when you started talking for some reason, I don't know, like it, it wasn't showing on my phone. I was like, are, are we on? Did I startle you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to have scared you so early on in the episode here. It's fine. Oh, you know I'm geez. jumping anyway. I Yes. And for our listeners that don't know, Sarah is the jumpiest person um, you could clap your hands and probably make her fall out of her chair. <laughs> like one of those, or what are those little goats called that always fall over when they're scared? I feel like that's you. I don't know. I know which ones you're talking about, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they're called. But yeah, yeah, I'm really sorry. Well, no, now you're... that you're awake, uh, <laughs> yeah. we have a fun episode ahead. Um, last week, anybody that listened knows that we had a bunch of alpaca questions that we did not know the answers to. We didn't know if you could use alpaca milk for anything or if there were other uses. So after we got off, I got to thinking, who could we ask? And I reached out to our friends at Alpaca Meadows in Mansfield, Ohio, and they were amazing. First of all, they didn't think we were crazy. Right. Because some Which of those questions, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, you know, for us both being in rural towns, I feel like some of those questions we probably should have known the answer to, but we didn't, and they didn't make fun of us for it. No, and I'll tell you, they, they responded back immediately and answered all of our questions and provided us some really useful links. And to be honest, aside from being awesome and having alpacas, they do something there on their farm. So if you're local, if you're in Mansfield or anywhere surrounding in Ohio, Super stinking fun. Um, check out their Facebook, which is at Alpaca Meadows. But they do something called an alpaca walk, where you can take an alpaca on a walk as your little tour guide. Right. I don't even know. It's the cutest thing. I would just be like, well, can we just snuggle? Because <laughs> like, I feel like that's what I would want to do. Yeah. I can't even get my dogs to walk without dragging me halfway across the county. So, yeah. <laughs> like... I feel like such a bad dog owner, though, because I'd be like, oh, I can walk this alpaca just fine, but I can't walk it. <laughs> See, Liza, she, she likes to walk because she's nosy, but she's also, like, all of seven pounds. So the second that any of the neighborhood dogs start to bark, she's, like, stops dead in her tracks and wants you to pick her up. <laughs> she's like, oh, was that a bark I heard yonder? Pick me up right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. So, okay fast facts about alpacas we'll answer some of our questions from last week you cannot ride them oh you can't no but she said okay so their cousin the llama can be ridden uh but not the alpaca they said in other countries um and some places in the u.s which i don't know uh alpaca meat can be used and that the hide can be tanned for leather okay um, but she said, or I keep saying she, to be honest, I don't know. It just says alpaca meadow. I'm really sorry, folks. In my head, I'm picturing it was a she that was messaging us. I should have asked. But they said that um, in most places here in the U.S., uh, alpacas are named almost like a pet and that their fiber or their hair is the primary use for them. Um, I could think of so many fun. I know you're really good at fun pet names because 
Tell everybody your pet peeve. I've already been have thinking it. of one. What when you said <laughs> I remember names? I was like, what would I name an alpaca? <laughs> uh, Sarah has the best names for animals. She has. She doesn't have a pet pig, but should she I ever have one, its name is going to be Spamela Hammerson, which is fantastic. So I feel like you could, given the right amount of time, I feel like you could really come up with some fun alpaca names. And I also feel like if you have a boy pig and his name is not Kevin Bacon, that's a wasted opportunity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should be. It's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like spam a lot. I don't know. There's there's oh go everywhere with this. Yeah. Um oh, next week's episode we're gonna talk about names for the alpacas that we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go there for an alpaca walk and be like, can I just name one of these? They're gonna be like, okay, ladies, you returned your alpaca and it has this weird name tag on its collar. <laughs> Like, I don't know how that got there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Something I did think, okay, so I thought this was really cool. Um, I'm really sorry to the sheep farmers because I feel like we might catch some heat on this. But be careful uh, it is related to some <laughs> <laughs> that are probably listening. It is noted that alpaca fiber is warmer than sheep's wool. And as an added bonus, a lot of times people that are allergic to sheep's wool can wear alpaca with no issue okay so no i wouldn't i don't know if i could use the word hypoallergenic because i'm not a doctor and i don't fully know exactly what all that entails but i feel like it's a really good kind of description for our the alpacas right so i i feel like we're gonna have to go take a trip north and take an alpaca on a walk now like i think I so too I feel like we're gonna have to make that happen. And you know, Sadie says probably for kids, and they're probably like, and here's these two grown middle-aged women. Yeah, because I did notice on their Facebook, uh, one of the recent posts was it was a third grader that had completed third grade, and like her family took her on this trip because she loves alpacas to do the <laughs> alpaca walk. I mean, I think our friends at Alpaca Meadow are appreciation of these alpacas and why we are there i feel i don't know i feel like we've made some friends along the way here so if nothing else it'd be really cool plus okay secretly aside from the alpaca walks they've got the coolest stuff i mean they've got all kinds of like you know they spin their yarn and they've got that they've got classes they do with like felting which is a whole thing i haven't even thought about yet but apparently you can knit things and then like you do some kind of rigmarole magic that felts it up and makes it look like an older like a like a felted teddy bear or uh you know whatever stuffed animal yeah. have you. but they do all kinds of different classes like that and different unique things it's just a really cool place uh and they're like i said check out their i don't know everybody should go check out their facebook at alpaca meadows because well that was about an hour of my life that i won't get back last week when i first stumbled across their page I know I kept sending you screenshots. Look at this. Check <laughs> I this love out. It. Oh my gosh. It's off the hook. But no, again, we really sincerely appreciate their help because yeah. as, you know, crafters, a lot of times we buy, we don't buy the raw materials. We right. buy the end result that we're going to make our goods with. So it's neat to see, you know, how it works up and how it comes together. And I don't know, maybe sometime we can take a spinning class. That'd be not spinning that as in exercise be. of any sort. No, I do I'm not, not mean spinning <laughs> like that. 
I'm not doing one of those spinning classes. No, were you using air quotes just now when you said those? <laughs> no, no, no offense to anybody that does, but that's just Dude, not that coordinated. The videos on Facebook where it's like two girls doing a I'm gonna use quotes spinning class. Yes, and they're like up but on the But they're one doing pedal like Yes, one pedal high leg kicks, swing it around the back like a line dance yeah. on a freaking bicycle. What in the hell is That's that? what I'm afraid I would go to. And then also I I I don't I just don't like doing the whole group activity. Type. That's why I never did Zumba because, first of all, when I try to do any kind of <sighs> coordinated movement, I look Could like you do Zumba. A I wanted to do Zumba so bad my whole life because I freaking love that kind of dancing. Um, Can I went we... through a whole phase where I was really into salsa dancing in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this in Pennsylvania, which is where I went to high school. Shout out mm-hmm. Great Valley. Uh, you have to take gym all four years of high school, which, first of all, is a pain in the ass. But second of all, you had, like, an outside sport type for, you know, fall and spring. And then winter and winter, you had indoor sports. So one time I signed up for dance class thinking, like, well, I'm a cheerleader. So, I mean, dancing. Mm-hmm. No. This lady was, like, ballet met hardcore. You were <sighs> 45 minutes and I wasn't like I was not that's not what I thought I signed up for me and and she but she taught us salsa dancing and so like you know Maria Maria song yeah uh that was my jam and I salsa danced all over the state of Pennsylvania (laughs) to that song I don't care if you asked me to I don't care if it was playing in the middle of Walmart if that song on I was like a magnet for salsa dancing it was out of control but I don't know I I could do group Zumba. I'd be all in on that. Maybe not large group, but like group of people we know, that would be fun. I'm like, I could do Zumba in my living room with a VHS from Let's do it. 2002. <laughs> Let's do it. I am all in, all in on this. Could we also maybe pull out some Billy Blanks? I was just going to say that. <laughs> I have... Jeff hates that commercial. What is that, Geico? I, I don't know. I know which one you're talking about, but I don't know. It makes me laugh every single time, only because I used to do those videos. So for me, when he's like, you know, we, we, we had, had another picture, we had videos, to do aerobics yeah. class. Um, we had uh, the step ups. Did you ever do the step workout, the step aerobics? No. I mm. had the Carmen Electra striptease aerobics DVD, though. I'm not sure your neighborhood's ready for all that. <laughs> Your windows are usually pretty wide open, and I'm going to be honest, your whole block I'm works I'm sitting out work, in the so. front yard right now. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah, I don't know what Brittany and Sarah have going on on their, quote, side <laughs> gig of a podcast, but all I heard was Carmen Electra stripper video. I did. I feel like this just took a turn for the South. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It'd probably be a good workout, but I feel like I, okay, do you ever watch King of Queens? Yeah. Okay, yep. I feel like I'd be the episode when Carrie was really big on pole dancing and Doug was not that into <laughs> it. Like, I feel like that's what it would be like, Brittany, you're embarrassing yourself, get away from the old. It'd be all bad. Oh, I mean, man. I was probably, I don't know, I was probably like 18, maybe 19 when I had that DV. So, like, I was definitely an adult, but I was, I was not a 33 I mean, year old mom. <laughs> I know that. Core strength to be a, a yeah. pole dancer. I mean, for real. 
Uh, it was more like it wasn't like pole dancing. That was like chair dancing. Well, I'm or, sure because not everybody has a pole. And then we've seen enough yeah. uh, ridiculousness videos for those that do have them. They're never installed correctly. No. I mean, like anytime you see it, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're just like, pop this pole up right here. It's pretty solid until yep. Becky Joe comes rolling down. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happens there. Um, I might, I keep saying this, I feel like I've bit off more than I can chew and I'm really starting to stress out about an upcoming impending date of completion that I need to have my current project completed by. Oh. Um, to the point that today I may or may not have stepped out from a 30 minute lunch and did not eat. I solely worked on that for 30 minutes straight, which only accomplished four rows. That's the worst. It is because it's really pretty and I like the way it's looking. It is very pretty. Thanks. And then, okay, imagine. So I sent you the picture of like the little shred of a sliver of a piece I have done so far. Mm -hmm. But then with like the hot pink or the pink uh, variegated flowers on it, like I think it's going to work out so well. But I mean, the good news is the date that's coming up, I've still got a month or so past that to get it done before uh the queen makes her entrance the queen right. being herself just take a um, picture of it and just say this is what's coming right this, <laughs> this is, is not the work yet. in it's progress <laughs> right i know it's terrible I, I am gonna really work hard though and try my best to get it done but i don't know every time i work on it i'm like okay well that's cool i got another four rows done and then i'm like huh looks like it's about another half inch that i managed to get in there like it's a lot of work, but it doesn't seem like it's it's growing. I guess that's what I get for using that stupid big fat yarn the last time. It worked up so quickly, and now this time it's it's not. <laughs> well, but your yarn, though, you, you double-stranded it, didn't you? Yes. Okay. It is two worsted weights doubled, a cream and a sage. Okay. Because I thought, like, okay, well, that's going to help me work up quicker, but it's still just not, like, that giant super bulky stuff, man. That stuff is, like, you blink and you've got a half a blanket right what are you working on um still that american flag blanket for my oh yes oh i posted a picture of that so anybody watching um no that's a lie anybody listening one day we're gonna be able to say watching (laughs) but anybody listening uh check out our facebook i posted um the picture of sarah's american flag blanket that she is working on which i mean i do have to say they're pretty amazing because i have one well and that yarn is that the the kind of yarn that it is says it's a five weight but in my opinion it's a six so it works up pretty quick see i would rather that than it say it's a five and actually it's a four (laughs) right and actually it's fingering weight (laughs) yeah actually you're making socks i don't even know what's (laughs) happening (laughs) did we say five we meant lace yes oh man there's i've made that mistake before there was before I really knew any better, there's a difference between four-ply yarn and, like, a four-worsted weight yarn. And I bought some four-ply one time thinking that that's what it was. And it's, like, it's thinner than sport. Right, because the four-ply is just, there's just four of the little strands going together, right? Right. Okay, I did see that somewhere. I found a, I didn't say, I shouldn't have said I found it. I stumbled across uh a group on Facebook. I keep finding all these knitting groups. Or I should say they keep finding me. Because you know the algorithms in faith- Facebook. You yeah. click on one thing and then it's like. And here's 47,000 more knitting groups. You might like. Right. 
but they got me because they know the way to my heart. So I clicked on this one today and um, instead of Netflix and chill, it's called Nitfix and chill, which I thought was <laughs> kind of clever. That is, that's cute. But there was a pattern in there, well, a, pe- a picture in there I need to find the pattern for, but it's going to be my next adventure. I'm going to try to make a shirt for myself. It's really oh. cute. It had like, like a fisherman rib style bottom, like a yeah. like the belly part. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it was like, I'm going to use the word lace, but it's not. It was almost like big octagon-like holes. Okay. Like almost wear, like, a like a tank top or something under it. Okay. Be kind of open, but right. looks really cute. And after I get my current project done, I'm done with projects that are on the timeline for a hot minute because I've had three yeah. in a row and I am not good enough to gauge my timing. So I just want something a little more leisurely that I can do at my own pace. Right. Um, which, I mean, if I'm being honest, I still never finished Pap's scarf either. I towed it around everywhere in my yarn bag and haven't touched that thing in two months because it's 90 oh. degrees here. Yeah, I was going to say, but we have, like, what, like, at least another four or five months before the temperature starts going back down. The other baseball moms are riding my ass about this blanket also. Why? Some of the moms on Gatlin's team, and I don't even know them. Um, Gatlin moved up this year to like some of the bigger kids and it's a mix of not just our kids from school, yeah. it's the other schools in the county also. So it's fine. I mean, I don't care, but I don't know them. And when it was colder, I brought my yarn bag a couple of times, but well, the last time I didn't because it was, you know, 12,000 degrees. And mm-hmm. the one lady stopped me and said, now, hon, did you get that blanket done yet? And I was <laughs> like, no, not yet. You know, just still working on it. I got to get on it though. Cause I need it by June the 5th. And she was like, by June the 5th. Well, you ought to have it out here with you now. You're going to have to get that done. And I'm like, thanks, Lizzie. No pressure. <laughs> like, I don't even know you. But okay, I'm sorry. I'll get it done. Like, I feel like when I'm done, I'm going to have to take it to baseball and be like, by the way, finished product. Right. Some people get very invested in other people's work, I guess. Yeah. See, I tried to, okay, I try to take it to baseball, especially on nights when we have double headers because like five hours at the ballpark is a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not good at it because this pattern I'm working on is not just like a one stitch basic pattern that I'm used to. So I actually have to pay attention to what I'm doing. Yeah. But I'm also like the lunatic mom that's like, slide, run home, go the whole time freaking out. Like, I'm sure that the third base coach hates my guts because on both kids teams, I am constantly telling these kids to run home. And most of the time they're telling them to stop. And I'm like, don't listen what? to them, just go. But then I'll pick up my stuff and be like, shit, where was I at? I have no idea what stitch <laughs> I was on. So I didn't take it out at the last game because I just knew how it was going to be. But we've this got weekend, a doubleheader Thursday. I might take it. With it being a three-day weekend, I plan on getting some crocheting done. And it's going to be so nice. Yeah. In the last like few nights, I've been wanting to really just sit down, watch my shows, and crochet. And that has not happened any night for like well since friday i think well okay let's share with our listeners how your night went last night because uh everybody listening last night poor sarah um i'm i know you've heard her little baby dogs and also heard us (laughs) talk about them she has three spade and vegas and lucky and as luck would have it they may or may not have all gotten sprayed by a skunk last night at about 10 o'clock oh it was so bad and spade got the worst of it 
and I'm not sure like if it is sprayed directly in his mouth or what but like his breath still <laughs> oh, smells like skunk no. and like it's it's so bad and was it under the shed or like where was it um I don't know Eric said when he let him out last night the dogs just took off as soon as he opened the door so they must oh. have seen it before he did but after it gave them a good load of spraying it must have gone under the fence or something because when Ethan pulled up last night, Ethan pulled up just as Eric was leaving for work and Ethan pulled up, it was underneath of Eric's car. So it's definitely still alive for any animal lovers um, that were concerned that the dogs killed it. They didn't. Uh, it's definitely lived another day to terrorize us. But this um, comes terrorize snakes. Maybe that would be a could we do that's that? The, that is the only thing that I can think that might be a positive that comes out of this situation is maybe the snake is like it is too disgusting <laughs> right now I'm out uh, yeah I don't know um, skunk. I'm, I'm googling it right now I'm not even gonna lie I'm googling it because how crazy would that be I, <laughs> I don't know God was probably like I'm really getting sick and tired of hearing her talk about this snake I'm gonna give her the skunk and take years. care of the problem right and um yeah, so about, well, about 11 o'clock, um, Ethan and I had to go outside and give them all three a bath. Because even though Spade got the direct hit of the skunk, the other two were, like, fogged by it or something. I don't know. Because, like, they didn't, like, really stink like a skunk. Not like he did, but, like, they stunk. And then, um, yeah, so... The house well, still doesn't smell good. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It'll I mean, linger. it will repel a rattlesnake. Skunks smell well. And did you also know skunks are the only animal that are unaffected by doses of the rattlesnake venom? <laughs> I thought you were about to. I thought you said that skunks are the only thing not affected by ghosts. <laughs> I also. Skunks paranormal activity. I was gonna say well, that's bizarre. <laughs> How would they test that? <laughs> I don't Pepe, know. we have some paranormal questions for you. <laughs> have you ever encountered a ghost? I shouldn't even talk about Pepe. Wasn't he banished? Yeah, I think so. Darn him and his cat loving self. <laughs> Which now that I think about it, that even sounds worse. I've just got to stop because that's that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Again, everybody's got to, everybody has to have a cause. Uh, indeed. Our cause, in case anybody wants to support our cause, is living <laughs> on the beach and just doing our yes. podcast. So, yes. if you want to talk sponsorship to make that happen, give us an email because we are, we are all in on that. <laughs> that's right. I mean, we've got some other worthy causes, too. Like, we love helping sick kids and people with cancer and all that stuff, too. But we're just saying, like, personally, if anybody wanted to support our personal cause, it (laughs) would be living on the beach. We will take your support while you support our ways of supporting other people Yes, by working on the beach. Indeed. Indeed. I feel like... I really would be living my best life. You know what would happen? We would mm. move to the beach and an MFing hurricane would come rolling in 
And I'd be like, cool, four days at the beach. And here's a category four. What are we going to do? Because <laughs> um, see, that's where I wouldn't fit in. Like, I, okay, the people of Florida, I deal with a lot of them. Right. One told me anything under category four, they don't worry about. They just are concerned that they get their alcohol and their boards up. So oh, like, oh, now it's category three. We're good. We got the boards up. We got a lot of beer. So, like, that's just... Well, I'd be like, it's a category three. Way. Evacuate, get in the bunker. Yeah. They have like hurricane windows and. Oh yeah, there's hurricane shutters and a lot of the newer construction. Like, there's a lot of, uh, like engineering requirements of you know the type of products that are used and how high up off the ground the stilts are, different things. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're cut out for it. But like we talked about in California, I mean, okay, tornadoes full of fire. I'll pass. Right. Can we I mean, have Ohio's a twofer? Not dreamy, can we, but can we don't we have hurricanes see, and tornado fires. Can we see what the wildlife, not wildlife, what am I saying? The farm life, barnyard life, if you will, um, city ordinance are for, say, a beach town that might also let us have our own alpacas? Oh, I mean... I keep referring to Florida just because I have a lot of folks there I deal with, but there's a lot of farmland in Florida. Like, it's not all beach. I mean, you could, we could have an alpaca farm and be at the beach in 30 minutes. Like, I don't yeah. have to live at the beach because True. if it's somewhere that it's nice, we could also have a gangster-ass pool. Yes. And I'd be down with that because sand is kind of annoying sometimes anyway. What Someone here in our neighborhood has chickens and... I looked it up. You can have chickens in the city limits of Wilmington, but I think there you can't have a rooster. I know that, and I think that you're only allowed to have like a maximum of four hens or something. Um, but someone here on my street has chickens, and they're free range, I guess, because I've seen them before, um, just wandering around the street. But the neighbor's cat was chasing one down the street the other day and Eric was sitting in the window in his, you know, little recliner and he was like, am I seeing this right? Is there a cat chasing a chicken down the street? In, town? in your neighborhood, that's right. why. <laughs> yeah, it appears that it is. Um, so, okay, in your area, chickens are allowed in town. Did you know in Kentucky, and I will read verbatim, no one <laughs> shall die blue and sell baby ducks, chicks, or rabbits, unless you're doing so in groups of six or more. Otherwise, you'll be fined $500. So, no dyeing your baby bunnies or ducks blue unless you're dying at least six of them at a time. Tell me at what point that law had to come into play. You know, I don't know. And I took a sociology class one time in college because, you know, I have a zillion credits that I'm never going to use for any reason, yes. but I wanted to take this class. You have a very eclectic background. That's what we'll call it. Here's the thing. I don't know a lot about a little bit, but I know a little bit about a lot, if that makes sense. Like, That's I'm not all. really, like, an expert dangerous. on anything. Huh? Just enough to make you dangerous. Yeah, I'm not really an expert on, like, any one thing. Not enough to, like, have a degree in it or anything, but I have bits of knowledge about useless things but so we were talking about um in a sociology class one time those ridiculous laws and I think they're called blue laws and they're just laws that are basically something happened and it's just an overreaction 
to something because there was no law to prevent it otherwise. Like, there's one that said, like, you can't sit backwards on a camel and fish or something in some state. Like, it's something to that effect. But I I was like, who was doing that? (laughs) They needed a law, but somebody obviously did. Right. That's exactly right. I don't know. Underneath of that blue duck law, as I was reading, there was another one that said in Kentucky, you are considered sober until you can no longer hold on to the ground. (laughs) So I feel like Kentucky is definitely the home for bourbon because they were like, look, if we're going to be the home for bourbon and whiskey and everything else, we just got to make this rule that unless you can't hold on to the ground, which gravity should handle... (laughs) Then you're sober. You're sober. So I don't know, but I feel like we could get in on this law writing stuff. Like, unless you have 72 skeins of yarn, you don't have enough yarn. It's law. Like, I mean, what are our legislatures doing nowadays is what I want to know. Like, they had all this time for these laws. Like, what are they doing right now? I want to know what my tax dollars are going towards because the Vaximilian. Right. So for our listeners that are not from our country, the state that Sarah and I are from, which is Ohio, U.S., um, is doing this crazy thing with our hard-earned tax dollars. Or to be honest, I haven't even looked up. I assume it's our tax dollars because why wouldn't it be? But I'm sure someone will come out and tell me it's not as soon as I say this. But they're doing this thing called the Vaximillion. So for anybody that did get a vaccine, you're entered to win like a lottery drawing of a million dollars. Or for kids, it's like a college scholarship, which... To me, it's just crazy. The whole thing is crazy. But, you know, I'm not here nor there to discuss, you know, all of that craziness. But in lieu of our tax dollars and what they're doing, uh, look it up. You could do some research about it and and see what you think there about the old Ohio lottery. But I feel like, I don't know, lotteries are just interesting because the actual Ohio lottery, like the regular, you know, buy lottery tickets, win Mm -hmm. big bucks. Isn't that supposed to go toward our schools? Yes. Which is a struggle for me because every school in Ohio, I feel like, has a levy on the ballot. Every election or special election or early election. Mm -hmm. Yet, I know a lot of people that spend a lot of money in lottery tickets. So, like, where? I need to do some research on that. Where's all that money going? Right. Because I damn sure haven't won the lottery. No, I don't Which really play it that often. Support us working on the beach. You know, I don't either. If there's That's like a pool of work I do, just because I know that if I don't, that'll be the one time everybody wins. And it's like, yes. every employee walked away with $28 million, except for Sarah. She didn't. <laughs> so for you, Sarah, we're going to need you to train all the new employees. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I always had fear of that, too, because when we were in the other building... Uh, that group really liked to do group lotteries. And I'd always be like, oh my God, what if I don't have my dollar today? Like, I was always such a stressor because I just well, didn't want to have to miss out. And it out. never fails because every time you see them on TV, there will be 20 people that all played in the pool. And they're like, they played every Friday for the last five years or whatever, you know. And yes. then you always have that person that was like, well, so-and-so said that they were going to buy my ticket for me and I was going to get them back on payday and they never did. And like, right? it's just a debacle. And I just, I don't know. Like, I almost feel like you need to sign a contract with everybody. Before I'll tell you, the building part. across the street always did a really good job. They did not play around with their gambling um especially when it was big lottery everybody that bought in got a copy of every single ticket 
Mm-hmm. So there was like no disputing or. Oh, yeah, because all those people too sometimes are like, oh, I bought that ticket on my own with my own money. That wasn't part of the. Right. I spent this hundred on the loser tickets and my five dollars. Right. Right. You know, one time mom caught uh, mom and Aunt Cindy and everybody up where they lived. There was this little gas station and they would always go there and buy scratch offs and stuff. They caught them doing a lottery scam at this gas station. Oh. They were taking the rolls of tickets, unrolling them, and then just scratching one thin line through enough to, like, scan the barcode. So they knew and then would purposely buy the winning tickets. But, like, you know, Mom, man, she didn't play. You're not going to screw her over on her lottery gas station owner. She turned them right into the Ohio Lottery Commission. Good. Man, and see, okay, you have that kind of intelligence to where you're trying to scam the lottery and stuff. Put that towards something useful. You know what I mean? Like you're creative, right? Obviously, use that thinking outside the box intelligence to stop scamming people and I don't know cure cancer or something. You know? I know. It drives me crazy. Most of the people started on cure cancer because at this rate, I look at it like this. The entire world came up with these vaccines in the blink of an eye, yet the entire world hasn't figured cancer out yet, and people like Mm -hmm. me got to lose their parents and stuff. No, thanks. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like our listeners are not ready for the rabbit holes I am down on some of that stuff, (laughs) because it it just makes me super angry. To our listeners that don't know, I lost my mom to cancer two years ago, and my dad to uh, a trucking accident when I was 12, so... Uh, a little bit of orphaning any ish year, but I have a an amazing stepdad that has been in my life since I was like 13. So I really lucked out there because otherwise I'd be out of luck for sure. But cancer is a hot button topic for me. And if I could knit my way to finding the cure, I'd make it happen. But well, I never went into the medical field. My three other siblings are all in the medical field. And then here's yours truly not in the medical field. I... <laughs> Eric laughs at me sometimes, but I'm dead serious about this. I would love to have some kind of job that's not like, not like a doctor or a nurse or something like that, because I really just, I'm not a fan of blood and all that. And I really just don't know where I'd fit it in my schedule, but I would like to do, I don't know, some kind of like insurance intake or something and like hospital maybe in a big city like in the middle of the night on weekends because I tell you anytime that I've ever had to be in an emergency room for anybody I feel like it's always on like a Friday or Saturday night well after 11 o'clock or midnight and Sunday nights are the worst craziness yeah so you wouldn't want to do Sunday night because Sunday nights are all the people and my sister doing patient intake so she can 100% Mm -hmm. vouch for you on this Sunday nights are everybody that needs a doctor's excuse for Monday for work that doesn't want to go. <laughs> so, like, it's like, yeah, Sunday at 5 o'clock. Hi, I've had this sniffle for a week and just now decided to come to the emergency room. Oh. No joke. Okay. One time she was working at a hospital uh, in Southern Ohio. And, oh, my God, she was so mad when she was telling me about this. And I couldn't believe it. This patient, I've outside customer, this patient, <laughs> this customer came in. Might no, as well this, be. Yeah, well, I mean, essentially, I guess they are. But this patient called the squad because he had been vomiting. Which, 
tells me he probably doesn't pay for his own insurance because I'll be damned if I'm calling a squad over some puke and paying that copay. Right. But gets to the ER. They are so backed up. They can't take him in because he's not really that emergent. Right. And as he's waiting in the waiting room, the doctor finally comes out and is like, is that the patient there? And she's like, yep, that's him. And dude had gotten a couple bags of chips out of the vending machine and a Mountain Dew. Called oh. squatted himself for vomiting. Squatted oh, to the hospital. God. He's in the ER waiting room getting chips out of the vending machine. So <laughs> that's where <laughs> I would lose my mind at people like what is wrong with you? I you know was, what I mean? Like, I took uh, Lucas to the emergency room one time, and I, <laughs> well, I remember. No, this wasn't. This wasn't the hole he wanted to get out of the baseball game emergency room incident. This was like this was a real one. Oh, okay. Um, the urgent care wasn't open anymore. Mm. It was in the middle of the night, and he had an ear infection that was just getting progressively worse throughout the day. And I was like, I got to get him an antibiotic, like, stat. It's, oh, and kids at night, tomorrow. man. That's why I feel like when the sickness really flares in little kids. Like, they could be cool all day, nighttime, yes, yeah. and it's 104. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, he's got to go get an antibiotic, like, immediately. So I took him to the emergency room because there was the only place that was open. We were sitting in the waiting room waiting for um, them to call us back. And this guy came in and he happened to have been drunk at a bar or whatever. Him and his girlfriend got into a fight. Then he oh, ran man. her over with the car. Oh, me. They man. brought her by squad. But he also had like alcohol poisoning or something. So they brought him in too. But he came in with the police and they had him like handcuffed to a wheelchair <laughs> bringing him in. <laughs> and like, it oh. Was- it was a show. <laughs> I mean, well, just, and you're not show. you're not wrong on that though, as far as your timing goes. Like that would be the good timing for you to see all the shit show going on. Because <laughs> yeah. when we were on va- we were on vac- vacation, uh, the last vacation we took with mom to Tennessee, Remington had and it turned a we just, but it I mean it was quick. It came on like we left Ohio. She was fine. We stopped in Kentucky to get dinner and she was real whiny and kind of cryy and like you just know right so we dig the thermometer out of the bag man and she's got the freaking fever so we dig the Tylenol out of the bag give her Tylenol in the car we get down there the next day she starts puking and stuff like it was terrible I had to take her to the ER there in Tennessee she was only five at the time and I mean she was like definitely sick and we're in there you know waiting whatever and then they came and shut our door and I'm like, well, that's weird. Like, we're just sitting here. And then all of a sudden, you hear this belligerent drunk guy out in the thing getting crazy and, like, banging around the IV pole and, like, oh, yeah, I told you that, I, you know, just hollering and being ridiculous. And Remy's just like, what is he saying? And I'm like, I don't this. That's why they shut the door. They don't want us to hear him. Right. But it was, you know, like, 9, 10 o'clock at night. And that's when all shit seems to hit the fan. I don't I'd be... It would be crazy, but see, I would probably lose my job because I would be like, listen, you need to go figure it out and then try again when you're calmed down. And they'd right. be like, Brittany, you can't refuse service to somebody who's, you know, in need of health care or whatever. And I'd be like, too yeah. bad. They can calm their ass down. Get outside. <laughs> calm it down. Right. I don't know about people, but yeah, I don't know. I'm be fun. I will say I'm upstairs in my office uh, tonight recording because... Catelyn was playing Fortnite or someone with something, which means the whole downstairs sounds like teenage boys screaming through headsets. 
So I decided to come up here, and I don't have the air on because sometimes it's too cold up here. But I can tell you, it doesn't take long without the air on for it to be about back to 90 degrees here again. And I am so, so looking forward to this weekend. It's windy and sunny. I know. I don't know. It's Memorial Day here. I don't know if anybody else in our other countries this weekend. For us, it's a big holiday because we get an extra day off of work. Woo-woo. Um, So it's a long weekend for us. We're rather excited about that. But I don't know. I'm sure we'll have to tell everybody about all of our big long weekend plans uh, next week when we come back. Because, you know, Tuesday will be our first day back to work. But I don't know. Until then, I hope everybody goes. And first, go like our friends at Alpaca Meadows. Go check out their page and schedule yourself an alpaca walk with them. Yes. Uh, that's what we're going to do because yeah, we're gonna it do looks that super stinking up. fun. I know. We both got birthdays coming. And to be honest, Jeff already was like, so you guys could do that for your birthday. And I'm like, we absolutely could. That'd be super we fun. Could. could we do it, though, maybe like when it cools down a little bit? Like in September, walking. October? Yes. Yeah. So yes. I don't know about walking in an alpaca in the heat. <laughs> I don't know about walking in the heat in know. general, let alone like with an animal willingly. Um, but no, I'm all about it. Maybe in the fall. Or I wonder, too, we'll have to look and see. Like, I don't know, a lot of times farms do fun fall stuff, too. So we'll yeah. definitely keep tabs on those guys. And maybe sometime we can have them on or something. But um, so, yeah, everybody go follow them and follow us. You can um, interact with us on Instagram at NeedlesHooksDL or on Facebook at NeedlesHooksDL. Or you can email us. Tell us what you're thinking or tell us what you want to hear about. Um, it is spelled all the way out. Needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Do we have a dirty look this week? Did You we? know what? You just took uh, you just took it from me here because I actually was just going to say we did not do a dirty look this week. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that I specifically have one lined up, to be honest. Because school is over and I'm really thankful for that. So I right. feel like I was just not... <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give it to you. Um, my dirty look of the week goes to our school district one call messages. Oh, what happened with the one call? They're out of control. They send them for everything. Oh. They call for everything, and they start them off kind of aggressively, <laughs> like parents. We've got a message for you about free lunch this week. But it's always parents. Like, like it would startle you probably if you got the message. You would be falling out of your chair. I'm so, writing the letter the week to goes the to Dr. Bailey this week. Shout out, Dr. Bailey. I need you to calm down your messages. And school's been over for a week, and I've probably gotten five one calls already. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> you know, they've me. got a free food box to give away. The big blue bus is delivering food. And don't get me wrong, all of these programs are wonderful. But when I see the name of my child's school pop up. And they are out of school. I'm like, son of a bitch. What happened now? Right. Who failed the test? Or, you know, like, what did they get wrong on the report card? Somebody's, I don't know. I always think the worst. So I could do without the mini panic attacks from the school calling. I'm more like, what fundraiser are you calling and tell me about that I need to participate in tomorrow? And it's 930 at night and I'm getting a yes. one Parents, call. Don't forget tomorrow that your child has a presentation <laughs> for the science fair. <laughs> right. But I kid you not, it starts with parents like that. Every Gatlin School, which is now Remington School, uh, the intermediate school, it was worse, which God love their principal. He retired. So I don't know. I'm going to see what these this next year brings. But he was the worst. His were over the top. Like, 
we have coworkers that would be like, oh my gosh, I heard it this time. If I would ever pick up the one call at my desk, you could just hear parents. <laughs> Summer break is here. <laughs> have a good day. Like, I don't know. They're just really excessive. So for a last minute dirty look of the week, uh, shout out to Dr. Bailey, the superintendent of our school district. Oh. And retired Mr. Conroy. Love you both, but <laughs> those messages are off the hook. Oh, man. But yeah, thank goodness. Well, school is done for the year. Oh, I know. Thank the Lord. I think we were some pretty badass uh, homeschool teachers this year, though, I must say. I agree. Uh, so if anybody wants to also sponsor our teacher gifts for the end of the year, yeah, I'm let just us trying know. To, we'll just, welcome it. I'm not trying to do it next year, though. <laughs> Hashtag no. Not about that. Like, come get your kids. <laughs> Megan Trainer, no. Right. Oh, man. Well, all right. I hope everybody had fun learning about alpacas because we did for sure. Yeah, we did. Uh, so thanks again, Alpaca Meadows. We really appreciate that. And join us next week, everybody. Uh, in the meantime, look for some updates on Sarah's blankets. And maybe if I get far enough along, I'll share an update on mine. But if I'm being really honest, I don't see that happening. So we'll see how it turns out. I like it. All right, everybody. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.